This podcast contains general information only and does not provide any advice. You should consider your own personal and business circumstances before using any tools, guides and other materials referred to in this podcast. A reminder to our insurance brokers that this podcast is eligible for half a CPD point from NEBA. Stay tuned until the end of the episode for details on where you can go to generate your CPD certificate. October is Mental Health Month across the country and it's a great opportunity for us to reflect on the importance of mental health and well-being, whether for ourselves or those around us. In the transport and logistics industry, there are a number of unique factors that contribute to poor mental health with impacts on individuals, businesses and the wider community and economy. Joining us today to discuss the challenges within our industry and how we can take a proactive approach to understand and tackle mental health issues, we have two very special guests from Healthy Heads in Trucks and Sheds. We have Naomi Fraunfelder, CEO, and Melissa Weller, Director of Industry Relations and Program Management. For those who may not have heard of Healthy Heads in Trucks and Sheds, Naomi, could you tell us a little bit about the organisation and what you do? So Healthy Heads was established in 2020 by industry for industry to work to improve mental health and wellbeing in road transport, warehousing and logistics. Our vision is to create healthy and psychologically safe environments for everyone working in our sector and thriving individuals. And we do this by creating resources, programs and initiatives for the sector to support businesses of all sizes and individuals. Sounds great. Um, I'm imagining that in our industry, there are some unique aspects to it. So how prevalent are mental health and wellbeing issues and what are some of the risk factors contributing to them? So the road transport, warehousing and logistics sector is ranked 19 out of 19 sectors when it comes to mental health. So unfortunately, um, there are a lot of issues in the sector, but the great news is that Healthy Heads has been established to address these. But in terms of the risk factors contributing to the industry being ranked where it is, um, it's the nature of some of the roles in the sector. So particularly for truck drivers, long haul truck drivers uh, and people working in warehouses and distribution centres, we see long hours, shift work, fatigue, high job demands, isolation and social disconnection. And truck drivers, for example, can experience a lack of job control. And so this might be due to, you know, for example, traffic, something we're all facing and um, seems to be getting worse. Weather delays at distribution centres or warehouses. So there are a number of things that are out of their control that can contribute to the stresses. Uh, And it can also extend to having little say in how they do their job. Um, And some of that relates to strict legislation in the trucking industry around rest breaks or maybe scheduling. Um, And Mel will talk about some of the solutions around this and where it fits in with what we do at Healthy Heads and our seven workplace strategies, which really are designed to help businesses develop controls and procedures to minimise this as a hazard. 
Yeah, it is very unique, the the aspects that they face, whether it's loneliness on a long haul uh, drive or, you know, like you said, traffic, weather, um, stressful situations. It's very unique and uh, I don't think it's that uh, similar to other industries in, in a lot of ways, transport. Yeah, no, it is a very unique um, sector. So in that unique environment, what should businesses be looking out for and what can they do in the first instance to start the conversation around mental health with their people? Because I imagine like getting people who work in the transport and logistics industry to want to talk about it and to even just be open to considering it is probably the, the hardest part or one of the hardest parts, demystifying it. So how could we start the conversation? Absolutely. So as you've said, it's sort of... Um it is a difficult sector in terms of stigma. So it's a very male-dominated and ageing workforce, so people don't necessarily want to talk about their feelings. Um, but there are lots of great things that businesses can do, and one of the first things they can do is start to think about the culture within their organisation. So as a business owner or a manager within a team, for example, are they leading by example? Are they actually prioritising their own mental health and wellbeing? Are they supporting an environment where people know that it's okay not to be okay and that they can speak up um, and seek support. One really important and impactful first action to promote mental health and wellbeing is to try to reduce that stigma that we've just talked about that you do get in industries like ours where it is very heavily male-dominated. And so some businesses will choose to do an Are You Okay in Trucks and Sheds event Uh, and that's a great way to kick off the conversation. So this is an annual campaign that we run in May And our third year running it will be next year, so May 2024. And it's really, it's just a sort of excuse to get everyone together um, and we provide the collateral and materials, tools such as a conversation guide, so how to have that conversation. Um, And it's a great way to make sure that employees know that this is something that the organisation is starting to, you know, prioritise and as well as making clear to employees where support is if they do want to reach out. And we also sort of encourage everyone even just to share our website and the Healthy Heads app. Um, And on the website, there's also lots of different resources like posters and things you can download and print with QR codes. Um, So it's just starting to putting things up visually and raising awareness as well as having some events maybe for Are You OK Day to start to kickstart those conversations between people. We decided to take Healthy Heads in trucks and sheds lead and at NTI do Are You OK Days and um, have used some of the collateral and posters um, and topics that are available on your website. And I think from our perspective what we would say is maybe at the beginning it seemed a little bit contrived which I think is normal but now after doing it uh, it's just become a thing that is said much more often, much more frequently. Um, We end meetings at the end of manager meetings or manager updates with just make sure you check in with people and ask them if they're okay. Like there's just just this constant reminder that it's uh, important to check in with your colleagues and make them feel safe. And I think that's a really important point that it will take time. So I previously worked in the rail industry where there's a rail specific um, rail industry, are you okay day? And in the, so in the first couple of years, 
it was a bit tokenistic, like, you know, it would sort of be have a yellow cupcake and put something in the newsletter, but there wasn't much else happening. Whereas a few years down the line, there was very significant cultural change and there were people within those organisations saying that. They sort of said at the start, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure this was actually going to do anything. And yeah, it seemed um, to just be tokenistic, but now we have seen the change throughout our organisation. And as you just said, Janelle, that people really are, meaningfully asking each other if they're okay and it's it, so yeah it is we're talking about cultural change it will take a while but um there there's definitely some great things there to get started yeah and I think it just keeps it front of mind and it means that you're a bit more aware of if one of your colleagues just seems a bit more off or if there's something you've noticed you can check in whereas without it being front of mind you might have just kept going on with your life and not had that moment yeah, and a huge part too is the education around it. That um, the "Are you okay?" theme is ask "Are you okay?" No qualifications needed, and that's something we're also going to start pushing within our "Are you okay?" in trucks and sheds day. Some people, I think, feel a hesitancy to you know ask check in with someone, but we're trying to make it really clear you don't need to be their psychologist. You don't become their counselor. It's simply about Alec ask listen encourage action and then check back in Um, and that there are you know many organizations have employee assistance programs that provide free confidential counseling and there's other helplines out there that are um, 24-7 and free for everyone and there's other support that they can be connected to they can go to see their doctor and start a process there so yeah we're really just sort of saying it can be until we get used to having these conversations it can seem daunting Um, but there's you know in our conversation guide it, it shows you how to do it and makes very clear that you're not becoming that person's counsellor. You're just checking in with them. Great. So um, we might ask you a question now, Mel. If a business is looking to take some practical steps to put in place, we're on to that subject right now, what should they be considering? <laughs> yeah, sure. I think you need to sort of have a think about, well, where where are you at at the moment in this space? You know, um, if this is new to the business, then awareness raising, like Naomi said, is a really good place to start. Um, But it's also sort of, um, you know, thinking about, well, how do you raise that awareness? And certainly um, holding an event is one way to do it. Um, But we wanted to look at other ways we could support businesses. And we've created, for example, a series of toolbox talks. So that morning safety meeting or um, that weekly team meeting, um, you could share one of those toolbox talks and um, that introduces healthy heads. It explains the importance of creating that thriving work environment and it really starts to get that message across that this work environment, this business is committed to improving mental health and wellbeing and creating um, that, that really positive sort of culture. So this then sort of starts to help people realise that, well, you know, if I'm not okay, I can speak up. Um, And it's also important to follow through with information about in this environment, if you do want to have a conversation with someone, this is who you speak to. Um, Or this is our EAP that we have that you can contact confidentially. Or if you do want to discuss the way you do your job or something around your tasks that is creating stress for you, then, you know, see your team leader or who are the contact people within the organisation. So it's really creating that real information that makes people realise, oh, they're serious about this, they're committed to this, they really do want us um, to have input 
into our workplace and to make it a really thriving environment for all of us. So I'd say my sort of top three tips for where to start for a business are, um, you know, get on the Healthy Heads website, read our People Leaders Handbook. It's quite a compact um, resource and if you read it through, it's got lots of great sort of initial actions that you can look at as a person who's in a supervisory position or a leadership or a business owner. Um, And we also have a workforce version of that as well. So um, that provides hints and tips to um, those across, you know, across the board about how they can think about their own mental health, prioritise their own mental health, understand any signs and signals in themselves or others around them. So, um, you know, and hold a meeting, you know, hold a meeting with um, with your staff, hold smaller team meetings as well. Those regular check-ins and that two-way communication is really, really important um, when you want to be aware of how people in the environment are coping with the workplace, with their workload, Um, with each other, with relationships. Um, And if you're checking in regularly with people, then you will see changes in them as well. And it's sometimes very subtle changes uh, and it might require, you know, a personal approach to say, hey, you know, how are you going? There are a great lot of uh, tips. I think the hardest part is starting, but like we've already talked about so far uh, today, once you get going, you realise it actually starts getting easier. It um, definitely adds value and that first step is the critical one. Um, Mel, would you mind summarising some of the core strategies and considerations that businesses should think about? Yeah, absolutely. And there has been a bit of change around the psychosocial uh, space in April this year, a model code of practice for managing psychosocial hazards in the workplace was adopted. And many of the states uh, and territories are now implementing their own codes to reflect that. So this essentially means that businesses really have to consider their duty of care to manage psychological safety in exactly the same way that they manage um, physical safety day to day and the focus that this industry is so good at putting on, you know, keeping people safe um, sort of physically. Um, it's, it's easy to draw a, a yellow box on the floor, um, put someone in the yellow box to keep them safe from moving plant. It's a little harder to get your head around, well, what's a psychosocial hazard? You know, that's quite different. Um, There's less parameters around that and more individuality around what might affect one person and not affect um, another. So this is quite new to many of us in the industry and, you know, understanding what a psychosocial hazard is and what controls can be put into place to mitigate the risk um, isn't as easy to sort of navigate. So... Our seven workplace strategies adopt the framework created by Safe Work Australia. So by applying the seven workplace strategies within the Healthy Heads roadmap, you are applying the requirements of the model code. 
So we're stepping people towards meeting that duty of care. That's probably a very smart tip. I mean, instead of creating a whole new way of doing something, having to rethink about it and almost implement new new processes and controls, you've already got your seven workplace strategies from Safe Work Australia and you've got the Healthy Heads and Trucks and Sheds resources and website and together they'll ensure that you comply with the code. Is that essentially what you're saying? Yeah, well, it gets even more exciting than that. Great. So a bit of a drum roll here. We're, um, we are on the cusp of releasing a really important new tool for the industry that we are very excited about. And um, this is essentially a how-to guide um, to making your own mental health and wellbeing plan for your business. So we've had our Healthy Heads Roadmap Strategy We released that a couple of years ago with some guidelines, but the industry sort of said to us, wait a minute, we're still having a bit of trouble getting our heads around this. We need to understand it better and we really need some practical steps to where to get started. And that's when we created the Healthy Heads Roadmap Planner. So this follows the seven workplace strategies um, and aligns again with the requirements of that model code. So the planner offers a story for each of those strategies. So through narrative, we can demonstrate scenarios really well. We can help people engage with the topic. It really helps to explain, well, this is what could happen in your workplace and this is the way that you could possibly react. But it does more than that because it then links you through to some self uh, sort of check steps as a business to see, well, where are we at at the moment? Do we have this in place? Do we have that in place? Um, And then the next step is it then leads you through to for example, three different example mental health and wellbeing plans that you could apply to your business or you can work to adjust those to your unique workplace. So basically we've done all the work for you and within the planner there are policies that you can download and apply to your business. There are templates that you can use and all the information has been kind of jammed into the one spot, which we know is really difficult for people to navigate between safe work information and then insurance information. And then, you know, everyone's everyone's got a slightly different slant on where to go to first. Well, we're saying, nope, come to Healthy Heads first, pick up the Healthy Heads Roadmap Planner, work through the seven workplace strategies in the way we've set them out. It's basically an online flip book with lots and lots of links to further information and all of those great tools that are ready, downloadable for you to use in your business. And what you'll end up with is a mental health and wellbeing plan that aligns with the requirements of the model code if you do sort of follow um, what's recommended. So yeah, look, it's really practical. And um, those seven workplace strategies are build leadership capacity, increase awareness, build better workplace cultures, smarter work design. And we talked about um, earlier uh, about sort of lack of job control, that sort of stuff starts to come into that sort of work design area, building resilience and coping skills, 
we really want to encourage early intervention, which is the sixth, and then the seventh is supporting recovery. So if someone um, has experienced um, mental ill health and and they need additional support within the workplace or they've had some time off and want to return, that you've got those policies and procedures in place. So it's an extensive tool, but it's also um, it's also a bit of a coaching tool. Like it will really help people kind of get their heads around this a bit more. Sounds great. It sounds, I like the sound of all in one place. We've yeah. done the work for you. Um, practical. These are all good things. It's uh, um, really important that businesses check it out, I think. One of the things that might be daunting, though, is I'm a small business or I'm a medium-sized business or I'm a large business, you know, which tools are right for me? Do I have to do them all? Have you thought about that at all? Yeah, absolutely, and that's why within that roadmap planner, we've created three separate examples. Um, So one of the examples, for instance, is really about making a start. So it walks you through actions that you can put into place if you're a business that has uh, only minimal experience around, you know, mental health and wellbeing and, and, and what to do sort of first. Then there's an example planner at the next level, which is really about growing your approach um, and it becomes slightly more sophisticated. Um, And then we provide a third example, which is leading you towards best practice. So we've sort of staged those examples a little bit. So we don't want people to feel overwhelmed about making a start. So be realistic about what as a business you can commit to and what you can sort of deliver well. And I think we've really provided those examples at all different levels. I should mention too that the development of the planner was informed by 13 different businesses that participated in a trial as we drafted it and developed it. So we've had input from small business Mm -hmm. um, and some medium size and also um, at the at the larger end of town as well, have had some input as we developed it. Yeah, well, Naomi was saying at the beginning of the podcast that it was Healthy Heads in Trucks and Sheds was created by industry for industry, and it sounds like you're keeping that theme going with everything you create is co-created with industry so that it can suit them best, which is great. Okay, um, Mel and Naomi, I'm going to put you on the spot here for a minute. Is it possible for you to share um, an example or two of what you have seen in practice, whether it's a small or, or large business? Do you want to start, Mel? Yeah, sure. We were, we were working with a, a very small business who really was passionate about making a start um, and they were concerned about their level of knowledge and, and what to do. And so we sort of said, look, you know, start by sharing some toolbox talks you know, start the conversation and let people know that you're open to hearing from them um, if they need support. And so that's exactly what they did. As simple as downloading our toolbox talks, started delivering those in weekly team meetings. And um, within about two weeks, they'd had three different people um, sort of walk into the office to say, I need to talk to you about something. And that's, that's making a real difference from one very simple step. 
And did we check back in with that uh, business to find out that six months or a year later they're thinking this has been a good journey that they've gone on and that their people are more engaged or they have a happier workplace or, you know, what's been the benefit for that business? I think what they've increased is the two-way communication too. So if you've got those regular check-ins, that two-way communication, for example, if someone is feeling pressured about the way that they are scheduled or if they're quite often arriving at the same distribution centre and experiencing really stressful delays, the business is starting to hear about that now. So rather than just I'm going to just buck up and do my job If I say anything, they'll just think I'm whinging. What they were hearing was really important information that they could then act on. They could change their scheduling. They could implement continuous improvements. And in the meantime, that person who's been struggling under that stress has been able to share the load and feel better about their life. Absolutely. And there's a cultural sort of issue there too because they feel listened to and they feel mm. cared for Great. because there was action afterwards. Do you I have mean, that might share is um, more to do with as Mel was going through the um, seven workplace strategies, so leadership, which is obviously a critical one, um, and there's a very prominent CEO uh, from our sector that talks about how he went out to a facility and I think it was quite a remote one and he went out on site and sort of called a sort of tools down all team meeting and said, I'm here just to talk about mental health and make sure everyone's okay. And they just sort of had this organic, genuine conversation. Um, And afterwards, one of them said to him, oh, thank goodness, I thought you were coming here to shut us down and we were losing our jobs. And he said, no, 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 I'm just here to start talking about, you know, start the conversation. So he specifically made a trip out onto site to start that conversation and that's where leading by example um, really can start to have a massive impact on the people that he spoke to that day and then that obviously spreads through the workforce. Um, So, yeah, I think it's just super important that and, you know, everyone's a leader in some way. So it's it's leadership at the top but it's also then, you know, managers and team leaders and supervisors and individuals that can start to sort of role model this behaviour. Yeah, I bet you that was very, very powerful and I'm sure that... um, spread like wildfire through the business that he'd done that. So um, very impressive. So we've talked about the great tools that are available and the importance of just getting started. Where do we go? Mel, let's um, give the instructions out to everybody here today. Yeah, absolutely. The best place to go is www.healthyheads.org.au. Uh, You can find everything in the one spot and all of our resources are free and available to everyone in the industry. And we should mention too that the new planner will be launching soon and then that's where you'll find that as well. But there'll be lots of communications going out about that in coming weeks. Well, I just want to thank you both for being on our podcast here today. Um, It was really great to have um, both of you from Healthy Heads in Trucks and Sheds with us. We're very thrilled to work in partnership with you guys from uh, NTI. We think it's a really important uh, support that our industry needs. We don't want to be 19th on the list of 19 um, anymore, really. We we want to change that. So this has been great to hear from you today. Thank you so much for having us, Janelle, and also for NTI's amazing ongoing support. 
Yeah, thanks so much. Great opportunity for us to sort of talk about what we've developed and, and we just love to see industry accessing uh, those resources and, and letting us know what else they need. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks again for listening to the NTI Spotlight podcast. For insurance brokers looking to generate a CPD certificate for this episode, please visit partner.nti.com.au forward slash healthy heads podcast. Mm-hmm.